2: Surviving Sister Wives contains adult content which may not be suitable for Latter-day Saints or sinners. Listener discretion is advised.
0: Hello and welcome to Surviving Sister Wives, the podcast where a monogamous couple drink heavily while recapping Sister Wives on TLC. I'm Corey. And I'm Carly. And this is episode 13, The Heat Is On.
2: Ooh, the heat is on. They weren't kidding. We, I mean, we bust into this episode like full throttle.
0: Yeah. They were going hard. Things escalated quickly. Right out the
2: gate. But no, yeah, it was,
0: uh, it was quite an experience. There's a lot to unpack here, no pun intended. All
2: right, if there's anything that the Browns are used (laughs) to doing, it is packing and unpacking.
0: Let's unpack our baggage first.
2: Yeah, let's, let's, let's go over a couple of housekeeping here.
0: A quick announcement before we get started. The audience survey will be open until Saturday, April 11th. So that is the day before the next episode will come out.
2: So be sure to log in using the link provided in the episode description. There's also a nice big red orange button on our Podbean page where you can go and click on that and it pulls you right into that survey.
0: So go ahead, do that. Help us make the podcast better. We really appreciate all of the responses that we've gotten so far. And you guys are going to help us to figure out what we do next once this season at some point comes to an end.
2: Yeah, some, some point we'll be put out of our misery here.
0: I've been trying to figure out exactly when that will be, but there's no end in sight. Mm-mm. As soon as we know when we're getting to a tell-all, we'll announce that. We'll let you all know.
2: And then uh, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, we've already gotten a bunch of good ideas about how to continue on uh, moving forward with different types of content and also Sister Wives related content. So we'll keep you posted moving forward.
0: All right. So jumping into things here.
2: We got the good old TLC episode description to kick it off here.
0: Yes, we do.
2: All right. A classic as always. I'll try my best. A forest fire is bearing down on Mary's house and she's preparing to evacuate. Robin is just days away from losing her rental, and tensions are high with Cody. Lastly, Madison is having contractions, and thinks the baby is coming tonight.
0: Hmm. I mean, the most dramatic part of that description is the first sentence with Mary and the fire, and I will say...
2: They did not disappoint with that. There There was a lot of fire stuff going on, for sure. But before we get into the details here
0: going to have to hit you with another episode description
2: carly's episode description
0: yeah. the alt description let's hear it mary smothers a forest fire with lularoe t-shirts robin sports a founding father ponytail cody plays eeny meeny miny Mo to decide who needs him most
2: the best way to do it democratic democratic process which robin knows a lot about yes founding father ponytail Feel like she learned that one from Cody. They're sharing. Uh, they're sharing hair, hair, bands. hair tips now. Yeah, they've. They have. Uh, it's just a whole drawer full of them running around. <laughs> hair ties. That was it.
0: All right. Overall thoughts about the episode. Mm-hmm. I have mine ready to go. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this a lot. Thank God for Mary.
2: Wouldn't it, it? Wouldn't be a show without Mary.
0: Okay, I have to. I have to preach a minute. Mm-hmm. So we say a lot of stuff about Mary, make a lot of jokes. She's not really our favorite person, but let's be real. Mary brings the drama to this show. Absolutely. Take Mary out, and this is some boring ass shit.
2: Yeah, it'd be, a, it'd be mostly revolving around Maddie's birthing process, and that would yeah, be a especially real Especially
0: this episode. It yeah. would have been a snooze fest if we did not get to see Mary running around, psychotic, On the verge of a nervous breakdown, pointing at random pieces of China, rubbing her eyebrows off. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. This was top-notch quality reality TV. Absolutely. Yeah, and
2: and we've already established multiple times, too. There's not really, like, a favorite. It's just we we like to make fun of all of them equally. Uh, The dislike and jokes are shared equally amongst the entire family. But we can pretty much guarantee that Robin's going to get hit with both barrels every time. <laughs> That's the only thing I can promise you.
0: We open at Mary's new rental, which we have been robbed of a proper tour of this time mm-hmm. because God misheard Robin's prayers and has attempted to burn down Mary's rental.
2: Yeah. God was like, all right, where do you need this? You, need, you want rental?
0: You, you want a rental?
2: Or you want to see Mary's rental. Things got
0: kind of scrambled. Couldn't hear you too clearly. I'm burning down Mary's rental. She kept saying... I think that's what she wanted.
2: She kept talking about the house on the heel. I don't know what that was.
0: She doesn't really pronounce words properly. Mm -hmm. So I'm not surprised that God got confused. So there's a large forest fire closing in on Mary's rental. She's received a pre-evacuation notice at this point. So naturally... In the theme of all things season 14, she's attempting to move out of her house that she's currently in the process of moving into.
2: Yeah, the the stutter step move, the halfway, halfway house, I guess, of moves, <laughs> pretty much.
0: At this point, they should just park a truck outside for like a solid week. Let's mm-hmm. just make sure we're staying here, that this is permanent. Oh, we've done that. We might need to take this shit back out of the house again.
2: Yeah, I've done that. You tack on a couple extra days for the moving truck rental. It's like, well, just just in case.
0: Just in case. Maybe. It's crazy. It's like a war zone. And Mary, we see, is quickly becoming undone. She's She's at her. She's at her wits end. And she decides that if it burns down, it burns down. Which is,
2: when I move, that's pretty much the base. That's my baseline.
0: Yeah, you know, once you get through probably like, the first three, four hours of moving and you're getting to those miscellaneous items that don't fit in a box anymore. Leave it. Leave it. Burn it. Throw it away. Give it to someone else. I don't care. I don't care what happens to it. I don't. I see never it. owned it. I don't want to see I it. I never want to see it again. No. Just get rid of it. So I can understand where Mary's coming from here. Yeah. And thank God that's her attitude because there is no room to save Mary's things.
2: Yeah, this was a beautiful part of the episode where Cody mentioned that their big trailer is currently full of Robin's stuff.
0: Right. Robin's in the middle of her move that we've spent multiple episodes discussing and care to discuss no longer. And she's hogging all of the family trailers.
2: So Cody then takes it upon himself and he... runs, you know, into the, into the fires and tries to rescue Mary, Mary's grandmother's table.
0: Grabs the bowl by the nuts. Yeah.
2: <laughs> grabs the nuts by the, I don't know. Grabs, <laughs> grabs the nuts by the U-Haul and he's going to go rip out of there and go drop a bunch of Robin's stuff off at Christine's storage unit. So we're all just sharing resources here. It's good. It's good. It's a family move.
0: A lot of places to stash things in this family.
2: There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of, a lot of different scenarios that are taking place here. So the plan is go drop off all this stuff at Christine's storage unit. Come back with a large empty trailer to Mary's house where she can then pick those vital items that she must have out of her house and out of harm's way ASAP.
0: Mary's bringing the drama. Everyone else in this family, Christine, Janelle, Robin, vanilla bitches, Mm. Mary, an extra bitch. Mm -hmm. And she's showing it. Mary is the reality TV star we deserve right now. It's true. She's tired of Christine clowning around. She's frantically opening dozens of Robin, of Robin Maid's.
2: (laughs) Robin (laughs) Maid's. Robin Maid's.
0: Let me start that over. She's frantically opening dozens of Rubbermaid tubs in the garage, taking nothing out of them, and then putting the lids back on. Yeah, just
2: looking in. I don't know what any of this shit is.
0: What I, I've never seen this in my life. I own this. What
2: the hell is this? Whose truck came here?
0: <laughs> and in the middle of this chaos, Mary's crying. She's rubbing her face. I guess she's sweating from the heat that's radiating off of this fire that's approaching her home. And she asks if her eyebrows are still on. Yeah. I want to talk about the eyebrows.
2: Let's talk about the eyebrows.
0: I've been waiting for an opening on this one. Okay. Because we need an eyebrow intervention in mm. this family. <laughs> no? You I don't, don't know. So?
2: No, I don't know where to go with okay. this. Oh, I I've have, I, have, I have zero, less than zero input on this.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. You've commented on Robin's eyebrows before. Don't say you haven't.
2: Robin's eyebrows?
0: Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get there. Dr. Sabin now psychoanalyzes Mary on the couch and talks about how, you know, you can't control what's going on with the fire, but Mary can control drawing her eyebrows on. Mm. That's something she can control. Robin, then let's take control and stop drawing uneven commas on your face mm. because those eyebrows be looking busted this season. Ladies out there, you know what I'm talking about. Robin's got a stencil. You know, I don't even think she has a stencil. I think she's freehanding it because they're not even.
2: I, I can't speak to the eyebrows. I just, I'm, I just know Robin for her scowl that she has now. Because <laughs> Mary has the pout, the, the frown. That's kind of her look. And then Robin has just kind of like a, I don't know. It's hard to represent the visual aesthetic auditorily.
0: <laughs> Cut back to Mary flipping out about how she has to repack everything.
2: It, and it's it's very important stuff, right? knickknacks, right. more knickknacks.
0: By the way, I looked up pre-evacuation wildfire checklists. Okay. And none of them recommended that you attempt to completely repack and move out of your home.
2: Well, she's not repacking if she never unpacked, technically. Loophole. That's a loophole. So then that's how you get the stuff back on the truck. Because she did at one point grab a box in the garage, open it up, had no idea what it was. And she was like, Well, at least I didn't unpack it, but uh, I guess we can take that stuff.
0: Those were the little statues. Yeah, the statues. I was waiting for Robin to agree that she needed to take those. You need. Robin was like, Are those Christmas statues? Are they angel statues?
2: Yep, all of those.
0: You need those in your home.
2: So then Mary starts rattling off a bunch of things that. People in her family had painted <laughs> yeah. different so ornamental uh, ceramic looking.
0: She's frantically running around the china cabinet at this uh-huh. point. And she, like you said, she's yelling about packing all the china. And then for some reason, she feels the need to go into detail about which woman in her family painted each of these pieces of china As if that's important at this point.
2: Her mom painted some, her grandmother painted some, Mariah painted some, she painted some. And it was like, we get it. The family painted these and we need those. I'll put it in a box.
0: This is when Mary's mental breakdown has peaked.
2: Yeah rare form.
0: Yeah, she's having a full blown panic attack and all of the kids are avoiding getting too close to her, which is, I think, one of the funniest parts of this footage. If you go back and watch it again, Christine's kids are like kind of giving each other a side eye when she's freaking out in the garage. Robin's kids are keeping their distance. Nobody's speaking to her.
2: It's not the first time, and you and you know not to get into the path of this storm.
0: Bitches off kilter,
2: because because Christine kind of does. Where she asks, she asks Mary if she needs anything, and that's enough for Mary to bark. She almost bites. <laughs> it was close, because Christine has this innate ability. Mary points out later to make stuff funny, which is usually a good thing.
0: Usually, people find that an endearing quality, but not Mary. Not. Today. Not today. As they're packing. Well, it's confusing. As they're unpacking Uh, or repacking. I don't know.
2: Various forms of pack and unpack.
0: They're going through Mary's home and just discovering random objects in boxes. So Mary calls Robin over to show her something that she's found in a box, a, a treasure. And she unveils her framed marriage certificate.
2: Because, you know, we're not we're not joking anymore. This is all very serious.
0: Robin jokes that they should just burn them all, which I guess she means her marriage certificate too. Yeah, she was
2: basically saying, yeah, well, if you're going to burn yours, then I'll burn mine.
0: And their bras. And the bras. I was like, because you're so liberated? Question
2: mark? It's just a term that Robin has heard in the past. So she just decided it would be appropriate to bring up in a discussion where you're burning things.
0: Now, the best part of this is that Mary says... As Robin walks away, actually, I'm keeping it and puts it back in
2: the box. I actually just called you over here so you could watch me put it in the box. So that
0: you could be reminded that I was the first legal wife.
2: I wanted to make direct eye contact with you while I place this into the box. You see it? You see it? It's going in the box right here.
0: I feel like we need to start a poll. How many listeners have framed their marriage certificates? Hmm. Is that is this normal? I feel like it's not.
2: I feel like it's a very campy thing to do. It's very, well, I don't know. When were they married? I, 19, I don't,
0: in the 90s, the very early 90s.
2: I was going to say, it seemed like an 80s thing to do. I don't know why.
0: I'm not really sure why you would do that.
2: Yeah, obviously they, they didn't have it hanging up.
0: A lot of times you're asked to make copies of your marriage license. Or
2: bring it in you as a form what of ID. Else?
0: Hold up. Rewind. Was it a marriage license or a Certificate. It looked like a certificate.
2: Like when you open a cereal box and it has a treat inside for you or a prize.
0: Yeah. Like when you get called to the principal's office and you get a student of the month award.
2: Student. Yeah. Or like exemplary attendance. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It was kind of like that.
2: Yeah. It just didn't. It was less official than that, actually, because there wasn't even like a golden sticker, like no, a, there a seal. there was a seal. Oh, I there, think was, there a seal? was a seal. Okay. That did not stand Guys, out to me.
0: You should see our marriage license. It's. A,
2: I can't. I couldn't even tell you what it looks like.
0: It looks, like, it looks like it was forged in Microsoft Word. <laughs> well, that makes me feel good. The, the city of Key West does <laughs> not really deal in formalities. They're not putting golden seals on anything. <laughs> but I digress. Mm-hmm. Robin now reminds us that in plural marriage, only one wife can be the legal wife. And that's now her.
2: It's the Thunderdome. <laughs> We've already established that.
0: And... She doesn't think it's fair that they can't all have a legal marriage to Cody because plural marriage is so unfair in that way. And she really wishes that there was just some way, some way that they could either all have a legal marriage or none of them have a legal marriage.
2: I could come up with a few ideas on how to make one of those scenarios happen. Yeah.
0: Can't wait for season 26. What is this? Season 14. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It just feels like a lot. It feels like we're in the twenties now
0: <laughs> for season 19 where Robin and Cody get a divorce.
2: No, nah, if anybody's Come going, on. if anybody's going, it's Mary Come Mary's on. going first.
0: She already did.
2: She, yeah, she's already out. She's, she's had her turn.
0: This. Robin, you've had your turn as the legal wife. It's time for you to get a divorce. They should do this. It should be like every five years mm-hmm. you get a divorce Yeah, rotate. and he marries the next one. Rotate. Yeah. Why not? That
2: works. That would be be an interesting dynamic.
0: Why does Robin get to stay the legal wife? She's very passionate about this cause to be the legal wife.
2: We learned yeah, a deep nugget here Mm -hmm. about her mom.
0: Deep down inside, Robin really cares about this because her mom was a second wife. So she was always just a spiritual wife. Number two. Never recognized as legal. Never felt like she was the official wife. Makes you wonder a little bit, doesn't it?
2: That's where Robin knew where the power was and she knew she had to get her claws on it.
0: Makes you wonder about all of that Mrs. Brown talk too. Mm. Mm. Makes you makes you think, yeah. Next Robin tells us that Craig told her that and Craig. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say his name. Craig. Next Robin tells us that Craig told her and Cody to fuck off about running their home. So, now they're working on closing on a different house that they've now decided to just go ahead and buy. But they might have to move out before they close. So they're going to short-term rent the home they're trying to buy.
2: That's the solution to everything.
0: And so the real- technically, Robin did get a rental.
2: Right. Yeah, the real tragedy here is thinking that they even had that as an option to to rent that because that was never going to happen. That was never going to happen.
0: No. We get into an interesting tidbit here where you have to listen closely Robin starts talking again about the house that they're going to buy. She uses the phrase, Cody picked it multiple times in the course of three or four sentences. She's really trying to get across that she didn't pick this house. She didn't want this $900,000 house.
2: That's her story. And she's sticking to it. Yes, I suppose. That's, that's been that's been the strategy that we kind of worked up was, again, every time that she says no to buying, Cody has to come back with bigger and better to impress her and appease her enough to make this jump because she doesn't want to rent. So I have to make buying such a great decision for her that she can't help but do it.
0: It was also interesting because Mary didn't seem to know anything about this because as they're trying to move her out of the house, she and Robin are talking about how stressful everything is. And Robin explains all of this background that we just gave. And Mary looks at her like she's crazy and has 10 heads I can't believe that this is even going on. So, I am wondering how many family members are actually aware of this house and how much it costs?
2: Everybody was on board with a large house because they need a gathering place. So, that was always the deciding factor here. Robin does need a big house. So, whether she rents one or buys one, we got to have some place to have Thanksgiving. That's what it comes down to.
0: That's worth $900,000.
2: Anyway, you cut it. That's worth it. That's a lot of turkey.
0: How much stuff of grandma's does Mary have?
2: There's a lot of grandma's stuff. And there's a there's a big table. There's a
0: large. There's an armoire. Yeah. They basically move like 90% of the furniture in this house out into a trailer. And
2: that's all like heavy, old, wood, like Amish built furniture.
0: Well, her house would have gone up like a tinderbox.
2: Oh, Yeah. All that
0: old furniture covered in lacquer.
2: One quick little gust of wind and it's gone, man. Mm -hmm. And all that LuLaRoe polyester, it would have just been black smoke and inferno flames.
0: Mary runs off to save that LuLaRoe next. Yeah. She's off to rescue it, but she doesn't really want to leave the house because she would prefer to just stay there and work.
2: That is the kicker of this entire segment. There is a full-on panic which leads to chaotic activity that's taking place, trying to accomplish a loosely set goal and then getting almost to that finish line to where Cody was thinking, let's get Mary out of harm's way. That's the goal. And Mary's thought is, namaste, I'll be here though, because I can work and I'm not leaving until they tell me I have to leave.
0: Right, because reminder, she's under a pre-evacuation order. Not an
2: evacuation. They'll come knocking on her door. When she needs to go. So she's going to stay until she needs to go.
0: She's going to stay and continue to sell that LuLaRoe apparel. Trash.
2: And then, of course, we're not joking anymore, but Janelle makes a joke that Mary will have to have a fire sale.
0: That was actually, okay, I've seen it done before, very successfully. If anyone has seen Kale Lowry's (laughs) fire sale. Oh, God. (laughs) It was. It was a fire sale. But I feel like...
2: Yeah, there would be like almost a premium on these clothes then that would sell. They would have like a, I don't know, you could say that they're like I survived. Well, yeah. And like they're like.
0: forest fire.
2: Got a little smoky scent on them. (laughs) A little flavor to them.
0: They come with a little something extra.
2: Yeah. Just like Mary.
0: Cody always knows what to say to Mary because he says, why doesn't she leave the house? Why doesn't she just go to lunch with their sister wives instead? Because she wants to do that for sure. Just go to lunch with your sister wives. Relax while your rental burns to the ground.
2: Christine calls him out on it right away as as if you're going to be able to go and get your mind off of this. You'd just be worrying the whole time that your house is burning unoccupied and unaware.
0: Christine goes into some like strange improv (laughs) pretending to be Mary and trying to go back to the house mid fire. It was like she was all hopped up on Mountain Dew Mm, mm -hmm. or crystal meth or both. You can do both. She's talking a million miles a minute. It was it was scary. Yeah, she, I couldn't they, really make out exactly what she was saying.
2: There was hyperspeed talk. There was a lot of over-talking because then Cody was still trying to interject. There was cutting away, but she was still going. There was no getting out of that.
0: Maybe they have ulterior motives. In what way? Encouraging Mary to stay, backing her decision. Ah. Stay in the house that the forest fire is moving quickly towards Mary.
2: Oh. I feel like this is all a big lesson to Mary. If she had any doubts about building in the trees on Coyote Pass, let this be a lesson. Trees burn. So we know that she was starting to veer away from that idea because they just, it's so dark in the trees, right? They they just eat up the light. It's
0: dark in those trees until they light up on fire.
2: Until they burst into flames and they're coming through your front door. (laughs) Those trees are coming to get you. You got to watch your back.
0: Cody finally gets a moment alone with Mary in the middle of all this. And she's clearly distraught.
2: This is a fucking wreck. This is a train wreck of an interaction right here.
0: So everyone else at this point in the family has hugged her, tried to comfort her a little bit.
2: Or let her yell at them.
0: Yeah, just take it. To get
2: some aggression out.
0: What does Cody do? He mansplains wildfires to her.
2: Not only that, yeah, they're like packing the trailer and- He just starts rambling like he does.
0: You could tell that he doesn't spend much time alone with Mary because it was like he had no idea what to talk to her about, especially because she was so she was so upset.
2: Oh, and he was scared because he's seen Mary this mad before. And he's like, I don't I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it on me. Don't (laughs) put it on me. Please don't.
0: So he just started talking about all kinds of random facts about wildfires, California for some reason.
2: Fighting fires.
0: The word slurry at one point. What they drop. Yeah, what
2: they drop onto the fires. Explaining
0: how all the helicopters going overhead operate. All things Mary wanted to know.
2: Laughing and smiling while talking in those manners, too. Directly to Mary. Where it's like, maybe, maybe you could have took a second and just hugged her or like. Asked her if
0: she was doing okay.
2: Well, you know she's not doing okay. Not well, bitch. Not well. (laughs) Not well, bitch. So maybe just taking a moment to yeah, hug her, console her, tell her it's going to be all right. They're working on, you know, like we'll get
0: through this. Any sort of. No reassurance given at all. No
2: reassurance, no affection. Yeah, it was it was quite a missed opportunity.
0: It was almost like he was just a hired mover who showed up that day or like a distant family friend who was available.
2: Just day laborer.
0: Just watching someone freak out who they don't know very well, not well, sure what to do. Uh, uh, can someone else handle this? I don't really want to be alone with her for too long.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> the fires get pretty big. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so Cody a-
0: packs that truck up and oh yeah, runs out of town. Yeah,
2: he's going to go barking it over at Janelle's.
0: Cody packs that truck up and burns rubber out of there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> burns ru- Burns rubber before the tires melt <laughs> so he can get out of there.
0: Now, someone gave Maddie her own confessional cam while the film crew was gone, so we can take the level of interest in this episode from an eight down to a one.
2: Uh, And even, I feel like her cell phone would have done better video than whatever camera they left her. Right? Like, it looked not great.
0: Yeah, they didn't teach her the settings on that camera before they left.
2: I feel like if you just had an iPhone and just... Filmed that, that.
0: Maybe they didn't leave her a camera. I don't know. Maybe that she just found this. Janelle gave it to her.
2: It was left over. Like, in, you
0: might need this. We we don't have a lot going on this season. We're talking a lot about moving. If you could maybe document your pregnancy journey for us, it's probably going to become a, a major plot point of the show.
2: It was left over in one of Cody's Cody's boxes from the move. One and we found houses. this in
0: Mary's house as we were moving her out.
2: Yeah, it was in one of the Vegas houses when we had to get out of there.
0: <laughs> so... Maddie's having contractions. It's three weeks out from her due date. Janelle rushes to come to be with her because Maddie thinks she's in labor. Janelle is wearing her scarf in a way that I've never seen before in her confessional.
2: Yeah, this was uh, quite a conversation on the couch here where where the, the draping, right?
0: Yes. It, w- it was, first of all, the scarf changes position multiple times throughout the episode if you watch closely. This one where it's just thrown over her shoulders. And believe me, we
2: did. We watched closely.
0: (laughs) I'm a a big fan of the 12 ways to tie a scarf pins on Pinterest. Okay. I've never seen this done before. I also have been watching the White House press conferences very closely. Dr. Burks. Too closely. If anyone has, you can pick up a lot of tips from her on how to tie a scarf.
2: She's got a lot of scarves.
0: She's worn them many a way. She's got a scarf Never game. Never this way.
2: She's got a scarf game on point.
0: <laughs> we see the birthing center that Maddie plans on giving birth in. Then we have to see her birth footage again from Axel where she had a home birth.
2: Because it ain't a, it ain't an episode of Sister Wives without a flashback.
0: Well, I'm voting for them to burn that footage. Yeesh. Throw it in that wild forest that's on fire. We never want to see it again. I never want to hear Maddie scream again. Pull it out. Is that what she was yelling? Uh, Repeatedly,
2: yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, if you said it the first time, you wouldn't be in this situation. (laughs) Well,
2: yeah, you got to time it, right? Nine months ago would have been a good good spot for that.
0: Time to yell that. I've always been curious about birthing centers, and this this answered a lot of things for me. The midwife has Maddie lay on a bed. Mm Mm-hmm. Do they change the sheets after every patient? I was concerned.
2: Well, yeah, from and from the exterior, I mean, this looked like almost like a red roof inn. It or, was like
0: you showed up, walked down a hallway, and all of a sudden you were in a studio apartment where you're going to give birth with a woman.
2: And a laminated piece of paper on the wall that said this room is ready for birth.
0: Not very official. And a salt lamp.
2: Well, yeah, Himalayan salt lamp, though. that's
0: That's a needed item.
2: That's official.
0: You know, got to make sure the the ions in the room are balanced. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much all we have to say about that. Back in Flagstaff, Cody says that he and Robin are moving out of our home. Right. So, again, this is their home. Mm -hmm. Not Robin's moving out of her home like Janelle moved out of her home or Mary moved out of her rental. rental. They're moving into the home that they're in the process of buying. But instead, they're going to pay some crazy ass rent in the short term, to rent it.
2: Financial problems require financial solutions.
0: At one point, Cody mentions that they're paying daily. Yikes. By the day. For not only the rental, the house that they are paying $900,000 for, but also for the U-Hauls.
2: Which there are multiple U-Hauls.
0: Also, you know, I highly doubt they're this smart, but I hope that they negotiated that once they closed on the house or when they got to that point. I don't know if they can still negotiate the price at the sale price of the home. But they should get back the money that they spent to short term rent it
2: or like put it towards the
0: Put it towards the home.
2: Yeah, probably not.
0: Just saying. That's in addition Obviously, to Obviously, their short term the the fear is that they're going to let these people move in and they don't have a contract, like a long term contract, and that the sale may fall through. And that now they have these weirdos in their house. Yeah. So they're making them pay a crazy amount of rent to be there each day. Oh yeah. Even though it's not really inconveniencing them at all.
2: Because the sellers were like, "Oh, they want to move into the house before it closes. Um, just make it like an asinine amount then per day, so that they won't do it. Because that'll be a total pain in the ass, right? And then and they still and (laughs) they're yeah, the real estate agent comes back. They're like, "Uh, no, yeah, they said that. That's cool."
0: They make a big deal about talking about how the house is fully furnished because, again, it was a short-term rental. That's what it was before they short-term rented it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's full of furniture. It's got towels. It's got everything you can need to live in a house. And everything inside's going to be theirs once they close.
2: Mine, mine, mine.
0: It better be for $900,000. Yeah, I hope so. I hope everything in that house stays. I can't wait to see what they do with all this furniture.
2: Yeah. Where's that going to go?
0: I don't know, because they talk about the fact that they have to move all of this furniture out to then move all of their furniture in. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait because I hope that we're going to see what they do with it. Do they ask any of the other three wives if they need any of it first, if anybody wants anything?
2: Probably, I would assume that they're going to put it in storage, so then that way when they do eventually move to Coyote Pass, when they build those houses, they can move all of that stuff that was existing in this house back into it and make it a rental again.
0: That would be, okay, that's smart. I don't know. Do we think they'll do it? <laughs> let's take let's take bets.
2: If they do that, then Cody would basically say, oh, I'll just put it all in a U-Haul and then I'll just pay We're for just the gonna- U-Haul for three years. <laughs>
0: We're just going to park it on Coyote Pass. They're going to get one of those pods. Yeah. A bunch of pods. Coyote Pass is just going to be covered in pods.
2: Guys, we know that they bought a pond, but now they've bought a parking lot. It's great. It's a carport.
0: Did anyone else catch the mover with the dolly in the background? Because you did, Corey.
2: Oh, yeah. I saw that. It was, it was right around the time. I can't remember exactly which point it was, but it was out in front of the house.
0: Mm-hmm. They're out there having a conversation, and in the background, you can see the truck. And then all of a sudden, someone just like appears on the path in the black t-shirt
2: with a, a hand truck, a dolly system. It was on one of the trips where Cody and Dayton were moving mattresses around or something. Yeah, trips back and forth from the truck. But they took a rest stop out front, and we're talking. And Cody was talking to Robin, and you just see it just right out of the background there on the the sidewalk up to the front door.
0: So they hired movers. That explains a lot. They hired movers, which we know Janelle has been a big advocate of movers and has had them. Yeah. Uh, Where was Mary during all this for someone who bitched and moaned and cried about how family is family and family helps you move? And why was nobody coming to help her move?
2: I think she was still uh, sitting up in a closet and rocking back and forth and... Trying to calm down from well, her fire. So experience. this happened
0: before the fire because that's how all these trailers and things get full with Robin's stuff. Oh, right? dear! I oh, think that's dear. how the t- the timeline technically worked. I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but based I feel like on Robin on just. Said,
2: I feel like Robin just has that much stuff.
0: Yeah, it's just always been there.
2: Yeah, there's always a trailer full of Robin's stuff just somewhere.
0: Full of all of Robin's Christmas angels, random is- statues, figurines, precious moments, dolls. Victoria's Secret buys. Because
2: <laughs> then is this the point where Robin's kitchen? What was going on there? There's, There's got to be a truckload of just spices.
0: Oh. Okay, this, this upset me deeply. It's moving day. Nothing is worse than moving, showing up to help someone move, and their shit is still all unpacked, especially the food. She has so much food on the cabinets, and it is not organized in any way. It does not look like it was ever organized at any point. It's just all kinds of random shit shoved onto these shelves. It was horrific.
2: Just loose open counter space of baked goods, spices, random assortments of food products.
0: I was also confused. Like, was she in the kitchen?
2: That I thought she was by the fridge. Yeah, I thought she was by the I wasn't kitchen. Sure.
0: It was so disturbing that I wasn't sure if she was in like a, an extra room. Like a back room maybe that like had an extra fridge.
2: Uh, makeshift pantry.
0: Yeah, a place you would hide from other people so mm. that they can't see your mess. I hope so. I'm not sure, but it did not bring me joy.
2: No. Marie Kondo did not approve of this move. No.
0: Not no. at all. I hope that Robin does a better job organizing all this shit when she puts it into her $900,000 house because that thing will turn into a trash pit real quick.
2: got to teach Ariella how to fold the clothes and spark joy.
0: Robin still thinks they're going to find a rental and back out of buying this house. Four days.
2: Yeah, you still got four days.
0: Still doesn't understand earnest earnest money. Uh, They are moving into the house again because it is their short-term rental at this time. And they're walking down the hallways. They're showing everybody the rooms. It's supposed to be a moment of excitement. And joy for the family. But it's pretty somber still because there's no... They're not walking into the house saying we own this. They're still in this limbo of if we don't close, we might not be here too long. We so might be
2: moving out of here do in unpack less your, than four days. Yeah,
0: Don't unpack your suitcase.
2: Dayton just collapses from exhaustion on his bed. He's like, is this my room? I hope it is. And just completely zonks out.
0: Robin is showing Saul around and he immediately drags his hands on the walls all the way down the hallway. You know that perturbed me.
2: Yeah, I guess it's like a little boy thing.
0: Get your little grubby paws off the walls. We don't even own this house yet. We are paying a lot of money to live here today and hopefully tomorrow, but we don't know. We don't know. So take your Cheeto-covered f- fingers and get them off the walls. I can't have it. The The sad thing is that the kids actually like the house. Yeah, So let's see how long it takes for Robin to now convince Cody that they should stay in this house permanently. It's close enough to Coyote Pass. For anyone who doesn't know, this house is like a block over. You can see Coyote Pass. It overlooks. From the backyard.
2: Coyote Pass.
0: It overlooks it. You know, we're close enough. Have the other wives build down there. I'll stay up on my heel. Heel. Overlooking all of them. Towering over them.
2: I feel the heel is real good, Cody. Except for when you're, except for when you're parking a truck, because that's that is where they butt we'll heads. We'll learn about
0: that in a little bit. So Robin is still holding out for this rental. She's got a plan though. She found another house. She's ready to go. She's ready to go out to Sedona, which is about thirty minutes away. At least the house is about thirty minutes away. On the way to Sedona. Do
2: do 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 do
0: do my Sedona. And Cody says, fuck, no, he can't be that far away from his kids.
2: That's super far.
0: Which kids?
2: The kids, these kids, my kids.
0: This is my my thought. If Robin demands to rent and live that far away, then Cody should live with one of his other three wives and not primarily with her. Like, you know, he does. Interesting. Instead of worrying about how am I going to drive back and forth, he's already talking about how he drives like an hour already getting to all these houses and they're all in Flagstaff. How is he going to do this if he's out 30 minutes away, 30 plus minutes away and he's got to do all these drives, you know, which kids aren't going to get to see him? Obviously not Robin's kids.
2: Count your blessings, you know, blessings in disguise.
0: And I think this is going to be interesting because it seems like they're foreshadowing that there may be some difficulty with closing on this house. They've just been talking about it a lot and how we're this many days out from closing. You never really know how a closing is going to go. I'm still holding out for a rental. I
2: feel like it's just to build the tension. Maybe. They had nothing else really to to kind of stack this because obviously we exhausted the, the debate between buying versus renting.
0: A long time ago.
2: The past three weeks. <laughs> so uh, we still did get a taste of that because Robin was still talking about renting with four days to close.
0: Now they have all Robin's shit packed up into these two moving trucks.
2: Big. Those are big trucks, too.
0: Big, big trucks. And they need to park them somewhere.
2: I got just the spot in mind. Let me tell you, Carly.
0: So, of course, where do they head out to? Coyote Pass. Because what better way to utilize a piece of land that you bought for $800,000 than as a parking lot? It's
2: perfect. We bought the pond. That's just the start. Okay. We're, multi-purpose. We're driving right up into Mary's trees. We know she's not into trees anymore. She doesn't want to be in the trees, but we're going to need those trees for shade for the U-Hauls.
0: Yeah. The second they pull up in there, Robin starts eyeing up those trees, Mary's trees.
2: She busts out her sundial. Mm-hmm. She starts plotting the, you know, the, the path of the sun in the sky and how much exposure these U-Hauls are willing to risk full of their stuff.
0: She wants to make sure that it, she parks close enough to the, the Witch of the Woods so that she can overlook their mm. possessions. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, protect. Protect them.
2: They owe, she owes them. <laughs> she owes them.
0: But then she realizes there's a heel under the trees, and heels are bad.
2: Yeah, heels, heels are not easy to deal with. No. At all.
0: They are not. It's especially bad if you park up a heel- Mm -hmm. Because everything in your van will shift.
2: It goes on a tilt.
0: It tilts. And then when you try to open the door.
2: You get keeled. (laughs) It all spills out on you and crushes you. It spills
0: out and crushes you. (laughs) This is maybe she should have let Cody park. Well, you know, Cody's not worth a lot to them dead. (laughs) We already learned that in an earlier episode this season.
2: Janelle ran those numbers a while ago. And it did not come up positive.
0: So, what makes the most sense to Robin now that the trees are out because of the heel?
2: Parking on the road.
0: Yeah, here's a perfectly good road right here. It's nice and flat. Mm-hmm. Let's just park the trucks there. And Cody has to explain what a road is.
2: This is a road, Robin. Yeah. Well, I never see any. I never see any cars here, Robin. There's literally tracks in the dirt from vehicles using this road, which we are legally obligated to allow access to because it's, a, it's an easement. That's what it is.
0: Yeah, Robin doesn't give two fucks if there's a gas emergency and they need to access that pipeline ASAP. She
2: would learn so fast what a gas line easement is if there was an emergency because if those trucks were sitting there and they had to access that, they would smash through those trucks.
0: It would be like a cartoon.
2: It would be done and over with so fast. And then she would always remember... What an easement means.
0: So this seems like a really stupid place to park these trucks for multiple reasons. Uh,
2: it's so close to the picnic tables.
0: <laughs> I was also like, where did this picnic table come from? It was when he did the camping. He brought so them they all bought So ta- they bought picnic tables? I've
2: heard from people online that they've been hauling these picnic tables around.
0: Who? The
2: Browns. The Browns.
0: <laughs> they just have. They, they have- own
2: picnic tables. And this is not, what? this is not their, fi- this is not their first or sort final of outing. destination. I would say, I would <laughs> strongly assume that it is not their final destination. There have been multiple iterations of these picnic furniture in use from the Browns at various locations.
0: Okay. Well, that explains why that was there. So know, like, at least they have a mile marker. It's like, once these- <laughs> you see the picnic table, that's where the trucks were parked.
2: But Dayton gets very confused because Robin's calling. Well, they establish a plan. They decide to do something. And then while it's in motion, he gets a call from Robin telling him to do something completely different. So the poor kid is stuck trying to kind of accomplish both tasks at the same time, but he really can't.
0: Well, the big mistake is he listened to Robin. He listened
2: to Robin, but it's his mom. So, I mean, he listened to mom.
0: They have to repark, which whatever they do. They get the two trucks backed up butt to butt.
2: Butt to butt.
0: Uh, And the reason for that is to make sure that it's more difficult for people to try to break into said trucks.
2: Yeah, hopefully there's padlocks on there too, because that's usually a pretty big deterrent is when the trucks are locked. But if the trucks are just ass to ass and they're not locked, you can still pretty easily get in there.
0: I don't know whether they were locked or not, but... You have four other houses. You have four houses. You couldn't park one of those anywhere?
2: The RV pad at Janelle's is all booked up. It's the big trailer full of Mary's stuff now. The emergency trailer is full.
0: Other thing that concerned me, typically when you take insurance out on a moving truck, that doesn't cover any of your possessions should they be stolen. Oh,
2: absolutely not. Yeah.
0: So who knows? Do they have homeowner's insurance? I mean, they don't own a home right now. Do they have rental insurance, renter's insurance that is going to cover that? Who knows? But maybe not the best place to park. Can they see it from the new house?
2: It overlooks Coyote Pass, so hopefully they have visual.
0: I don't know that they made sure to find a location that they could see. I assume not, since she was trying to. Robin was trying to park under the trees. She was
2: trying to bury them in the tree, up in the trees. Like they'll never find them up here.
0: Maybe they should just mount a like a ring cam underneath the picnic table and point it at the trucks. Yeah,
2: ding dong. Say what you will about all these moves. Dayton has a career skills. Yeah. Dayton has a career path now because the dude was a hundred percent solid on getting co- directing Cody to back this truck up against the other truck. He was giving him direction. He had him lined up. That's a good move.
0: Very good job. Good Kudos. stuff. Possible, uh, future valet. What else yeah, could you something. do with that? Uh
2: oh, well, I mean, yeah.
0: Professional mover, professional mover, the Brown family moving company.
2: Janelle will hire you. That's a fact.
0: (laughs) Back in North Carolina, Maddie is trying to push this labor along. She's trying to, yeah. It's already gone on too long. We don't want to watch it anymore either. And she's done with it also. Cody and Christine are now coming to join them because Janelle's already there. And they want to be there for the birth if they make the flight.
2: Yeah, it turns out that they have an hour until their flight is set to depart.
0: And they haven't left the house yet.
2: Christine's going to be swinging by to pick Cody up here momentarily.
0: Uh, that was also interesting. You're going to the airport with each other the next day. Why don't you just stay at Christine's house? Where are you? Hmm. Whose house are you at? Mystery. That she's got to swing by to pick you up before she gets to the airport.
2: He's parking Mm. U-Hauls at Coyote Pass. Mm. He's checking on on the U-Hauls. Ass to ass.
0: Maddie gives us my post-COVID-19 hashtag for the summer. Done being fat and bitchy. Hmm. Can't wait to hashtag that.
2: (laughs) It's a good one.
0: Uh, Let's talk about the most disturbing part of this, though. The pizza.
2: The pizza at the hotel.
0: Yes, but also, you know know what gets on my nerves. Everyone is meeting up at this hotel together. It's where they're all staying because, again, Maddie's birthing center is like hours away from where they live.
2: It's like a red roof inn, and so they have to go stay at the Motel 6 down the road.
0: But Axel and Maddie have no shoes or socks on in this hotel room. And that disturbs me greatly. PSA.
2: I think this is just for you.
0: No, it is. This is not just for me.
2: I'm pretty sure this is just for you. I
0: want people to tweet us, tweet us at surviving underscore pod. If you make sure that when you go in a hotel, you do not touch that carpet.
2: Carly's getting the as carpet fired is up. lava. Carly's getting as fired up as Mary's forest fire right now about this. This is a you, cause she can get behind. You
0: have to wear socks at the very least. You always bring slippers with you. You got to have something to put your feet in at all times. You do not want your feet to touch the hotel room floor, especially the carpet.
2: I've done enough traveling.
0: No, rancid. I've done Covered. enough traveling Covered to know in bacteria. that it's not You're going to get athlete's foot. That's the very least of things that could happen to you. Who knows what you'll pick up.
2: <sighs> it's not always possible, especially when you got a kid running around. You haven't slept in three days and you're just dealing with contractions. On a daily basis, trying to crap this kid out.
0: Feel like someone put his goddamn socks on. Get this kid out of here.
2: Get this kid out of me.
0: Janelle has kicked Cody out of her room. Uh, it's about time. She <laughs> she wants to go to sleep. It's not the first time. It must be a, have been a really long day for her because she flew from Arizona to. It seems like this is all the same day, doesn't it?
2: North Carolina.
0: Maybe not, but she's been primarily she's been primarily taking care of Axel. It seems like, or at least trying to preoccupy him, right. The most of the time, and uh, she's tired, just like Maddie is tired. They just want to go to sleep, and Janelle just wants to get rid of Cody. So she says, "Just go, just go, stay with Christine, because I can't, I can't deal with you. I'm tired. I'm not gonna deal with you pulling the covers." So I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. So Janelle,
2: very autonomous, very. I feel like she
0: never wants Cody to sleep. With very. <laughs> Very
2: upfront about what she needs, what she wants, and what she's comfortable with. Decisive. Yes, this is what I need right now. Mm-hmm. Can we? Can you accommodate? Thank you.
0: Now, once they have some privacy, because they go back to a separate hotel room, Cody asks Chanel to give him kind of like the rundown of what's been going on since they've before they've gotten there, um, and he is annoyed because he's being inconvenienced by the unpredictability of birth.
2: An hour-by-hour basis, you know?
0: He doesn't know when this is going to be done and over with, when he can head back to Flagstaff and move on to the next thing and the next person who needs him.
2: He's got a wife back in Flagstaff who doesn't even have a home.
0: No. Cody, crawl out of Robin's ass for like 48 hours and be there for the rest of your family.
2: Because, dude, two weeks ago, you had two wives that didn't have homes. Like, that was an issue, and... One Mary, you didn't you didn't even help her at all with, with any of that. She found her own rental. She you know, she probably hired Janelle's movers that came highly recommended from her.
0: I hope she caved on that this time. I hope time. she
2: did. It seems like she did because at least TLC had the wisdom not to film another Mary move, especially when they had
0: They probably did. And they were like, This one's so much better. This
2: one's way better. Yeah, we gotta keep the Firestorm Mary.
0: <laughs> Cody Is sick from the level of stress, which I'm glad that he finally is getting to experience what he puts the rest of his family through on a regular basis. And we get an ominous to be continued as if we don't know what's going to happen.
2: Mm -hmm. I don't
0: know. Does Maddie have a baby? I don't know. Does she she birth a dog?
2: She had to return it. A puppy? She had to send it back.
0: What happens? Who knows? Yeah. It only happened months ago.
2: They... They're going to drag this out for two more weeks. Oh, yeah. Not even talking about dragging out the season. I'm talking about dragging out Maddie's birth. That's going to last another two weeks.
0: Yeah, it is. Because the next episode is called Baby Steps. And then the one following that is two moms, their daughter, and a baby. Eesh. We have two more episodes of watching Maddie give birth.
2: I didn't even want to watch this one of her giving birth. Because she didn't really give birth. But they were yeah. trying to make it seem like this was this be was it. it. This was it.
0: The only saving grace of next episode is that it looks like Cody and Mary finally go back to marriage counseling.
2: Yeah, yay! I hope Dr. Pepper's there.
0: <laughs> I hope that they spend like 40 minutes of the episode just in this therapy session. Like, I just want to see the unedited footage of them in this therapy session.
2: That would be great.
0: If TLC had a Patreon, I would pay to watch that. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see all the rest of this garbage with Maddie thinking she's having she's in labor and then who knows what else she's going to do. It looks like we're going to watch her get in a tub, get on a ball, get on a bed, all kinds of things. I don't need to see it. I need to see Mary and Cody confronting each other.
2: That's what the world needs.
0: So, again, where would this show be if we didn't have Mary
2: we would be it would be boring in, as fuck. We'd be inside Maddie's vaginal canal. They would have a GoPro up in there.
0: That would be all we'd be watching.
2: Yeah, and then that it would be canceled immediately.
0: Thank you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you want to support us, the best way to do that is by subscribing to the podcast and leaving an iTunes review.
2: You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean.
0: You can follow us on Twitter at surviving underscore pod, where we live tweet new episodes every Sunday.
2: Big thanks to you, our fellow survivors out there. You're not alone. We can all get through this together.
0: Stay tuned. Share with friends. See you next week.
1: off your first order at BowlandBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.